We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly din, dilly dong, come on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Hello. Welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kernin. It's Monday morning, just back from the United Soccer Coach Convention in Philadelphia this past week. So really, really enjoyable few days. Um, great to see a few people, meet new people, um, see some new stuff. Normally at the end of the, those events, I would put together notes, presentation sessions, and then you know share that through Twitter, website, etc., etc. But this one, I, I think it's, I, again, I think coach education is moving in a different direction. I think the opportunity in these events uh, are, in a, are at a different angle from a presentation or watching a session where we can get access to a training session today on Twitter just by clicking. Well, I mean, if you opened it right now, you'd have 20 sessions probably right, right in front of your timeline. Um, so where is something different that you can get through coach education? So something different that I got this week was through the the informal side, co- meeting with coaches, conversation with coaches, networking, yes, but I think networking is a loose term that, that, term that is often misinterpreted as you sit with someone, you have a coffee, uh, you see what you can get from them or they see what they can get from you and they, you go about your merry way and it's almost like a business lunch or a business golf. And and I, it's it's not really like that. I think to get true value from networking, I think you've got to take opportunities of the people that are there in front of you. So for me, the the best learning for me this weekend was, was actually not from not from the event itself in terms of the presentations, but from watching how top, top people operated. So I kind of, I reflected on that there and I thought, right, wow, that was, there was three things I learned this week that were the most powerful. What were they? So I'll share them with you now. Maybe you get some value for one or two of them. Maybe it just challenges you to look at it a little bit differently. So number one was, was work ethic. So Dan Abrams came in, he's working with New England Rugby, Bournemouth, Premier League team. Um, he did a few, he did a, a bit, little bit more in the convention this year. I think he did two more presentations. So he was a busy man. Um, he, uh, we talked one night about doing a little podcast and getting it out and that'll be up this week. But even the, the podcast, the greatest thing about him was, was what he was willing to do with the people. So I kind of threw some stuff on him. I was like, well, what if we do, what if we get some people in, um, do a roundtable discussion for about 30 minutes, we'll put it on Facebook Live, we'll record it for a podcast and we'll go from there. And Dan thought, yeah, he was up for that, no problem at all. So it ended up going for two hours, two hours of mostly Dan getting grilled with questions, with little things online, with um, what would you do in this scenario, etc., etc. And this was when he was go before he went to the airport. He could have easily said, "Listen, Gary, I've got thirty minutes." Never once did he ask me what time it was. Never once did he 
mentioned that he had to get a ride to the airport. I didn't know until I asked him, where are you going now? I thought he was going to go to dinner with some friends. And he says, I'm going straight to the airport and jumping on a plane. So I thought that was that just caught my eye in terms of what people are willing to give in terms of work ethic. Where every one of us coaches say, you know, I work hard, I work hard, I work hard. But do we work hard enough to give back to other people? Uh, and that got me thinking, you know, really, in terms of myself and self-reflection, are you doing enough in that area? Because that's where the value is. And even the last thing he, he said before he left was he, he talked to, to one of the coaches, Cat, uh, who, who was involved in it as well. And he, he, he said to her, completely genuine, that he, he got as much from that there as she did. So um, I thought that was really, really powerful. So that was the first, was, was in terms of the, the work ethic from Dan Abrams. Number two, uh, Willie McNabb from Celtic. I bumped into Willie at the, in the hotel lobby one evening. Uh, Willie was wearing his Celtic tracksuit and he, had a, he, was, uh, he was very hoarse. His voice wasn't there at all, so he, he apologised that, um, I'm, hey, I'm sorry, uh, I can hardly speak. So normally when a coach apologises for hardly speaking at a conference or convention, it's because they've spent a few late nights out. But, and that's what I assumed. But um, Willie told me he'd just come from doing a practice session down the road with one of the teams that he was going to do his session in the conference with the next day. And I'd never, ever heard of a coach who had reached out to the team that they were going to work with in the conference or the convention or the coaching course and go early and do a training session. The training session that you're going to deliver, practice that training session with that team the next day. And the next day, Willie, I think he tweeted a picture of it where he's got all the boys that are all in their Celtic gear. Um, so not only was there detail in the preparation of the, the, the training session, there was also detail in the presentation of the training session, which is important because we're now in an era where that's, that's going to make an impact. It's going to make an impact on what players, you know, you've got to look the part as well. And that level of detail, again, similar to Dan's work ethic, we all say we're detail-oriented and we take care of the small things. But there's, there's context and there's levels of that there. And I, I had never considered that there. And I think that's... And if I had never bumped into Willie in the, in the lobby, I would never have considered that there was a deeper level of preparation to go to for an education event, for a, a presenter. Um, when, when we're all pressed for time, but Willie obviously went out of his way to make that happen. So really, really impressed with that. And then the third story uh, was, again, have it one, one evening um, before, before I went back to the hotel, a few coaches standing around. One of them, Kai Edwards. Kai is an assistant coach at University of Michigan. So the topic came up on interviewing for jobs. And one of the coaches in the group was talking about he had an interview that week uh, and he tried to do something a little bit different where he did some research on the football coach of the school. And I was really, really impressed. And Kai's input was, he was taking it along the lines of, you know, you've got to do something different. You have to think something different. You have to show them all the time that you're willing to go an extra yard. So he then shared a story that when he was with at Santa Barbara, he was told that he was shortlisted for, for the assistant position. 
and then he would be notified next week of what was next interview process or or on campus visit or whatever it was kai that drove got in his car drove six hours to campus and knocked on the coach's door office door the next morning because he felt that he didn't have enough to get through the process naturally so he had to go above and beyond his cv wasn't as strong as the other people in the pool and he thought that if he went and showed how badly he wanted the job he was going to get it and he did get it um and i thought that was so powerful because again we just similar to to willie we show up we do a session or similar to dan we we say that we've got a window of opportunity to work and we don't really go beyond that window and with kai we we say we have an interview process and we don't really go we send in a resume or we wait for the phone to ring and we don't go anywhere above that there and i think where it's it's a competitive industry right now number one but number two is that everyone is almost being structured in the same way the way courses are going the way education's going the way society is is trying to program us all to think and and it's getting more difficult to differentiate yourself but you can still differentiate yourself in little things like work ethic there's levels of work ethic you can still differentiate yourself with hunger and desire there's different ways to communicate that there and there is different ways and different levels of detail and for me to go away from that conference with with those there and there was other stories that I'm going to actually get those coaches to share um probably hopefully in a podcast in the next next week um those moments are very very important so from for my personal opinion you know the, the conference and coach education and conferences and conventions in general needs to like what are we communicating to coaches are those informal moments can we facilitate more of those to happen informal learning but also a thing of improvement that i think we need to have is those are we creating good habits or bad habits with that there so if those are really really good habits for coaches what are the bad habits that we need to break and the and the the habit that i would love to see breaking is that again the environment almost creates what we're doing and the environment I felt at Philadelphia allowed coaches, you just dip your toe, you walk into, you look into a session, you see if there's anyone there and you walk back out and you, you, or you're allowed to leave after 10 minutes where a coach is presenting something or is, is in the middle of, a, of an engaging discussion and coaches can simply grab their bags and walk out. And that's acceptable. And I'd love to see that challenged and, and maybe you manipulate different things. Maybe you lock the door or you're, or you're not allowed to leave, or you're, um, or the time is closed, or something that that really pushes coaches not just to say, oh, I'll take a look at this here, and then, nah, not for me, or my phone's going, or oh, I've got to go meet such and such for dinner, and and I think we've got to go deep. We've got to go deeper with our access to information. We've got to go deeper with our process of understanding information. And we're trying to shortcut that process and get straight to give me 433 and I'll be able to implement that there with my team. So the people that are staying for the long sessions, are, are, are they looking for the depth or are they just looking for the notes? So how do you do that? What do you do? That's where it's got to get to. I don't have all the answers right now, but in, with the modern soccer coach and trying to put together different types of learning experiences and environments, that's something that I want to see. I want to get more of the, you know, what did I get from the weekend? I got experience 
I got experience and inspiration from a communicative event, which was meeting people and talking to people. Uh, I, draw, I drew more from that there than I did from simple observation, um, which I'm, I've definitely not taken anything away from observation because the sessions and the presentations are excellent. But if we want to go deep, we can't just pick and choose the moments that we got to go deep. It's got to be a mentality. That was what I wanted to share. Um, and I thought, that, you know, coaches might get a little bit of value from that there because a lot of coaches couldn't make it. And maybe you just say, right, well, what did you get from the event? And there's no point in giving you a training session if you didn't get the experience and the insight from it. So hopefully uh, you can take something from it. But I've got some stuff coming. I've got a couple of podcasts. Um, I'll put Dan's up this week. I also met with Neil Collins, had a great discussion with him. I'll get that up too. And, and the one or two of the stories that inspired me from the weekend with talking to coaches, I'm going to reconnect with those coaches, tell those coaches, um, ask those coaches more like to, to share those those insights and try to get them out on the podcast as well. So hope you enjoy it. As always, appreciate you listening. Uh, really appreciate Met a lot of coaches uh, over the weekend who said they listened to the podcast and that means so much because we're just trying to get the word out and we're trying to grow this thing and trying to improve this thing. So any feedback at all or if you enjoyed it, please spread the word. Uh, always trying to make it better. Email gary at modernsoccercoach.com if you have any ideas or or feedback also twitter at gary kernin facebook coach kernin appreciate all your support have a great week and make an impact thank you thank you for listening to the modern soccer coach podcast for more coaching topics sessions and resources head on over to coach kernin on facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com